Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Alright, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 196. We had a few little problems there at the start, as you might hear or might not hear, depending on how Matt chooses to edit this episode. It's been a couple of weeks. How you been, buddy? Okay, okay, thanks, dude. It's been a, it's been a weird couple of weeks in, in some aspects. You know, not, not having a chance to talk to you in podcast form, mm-hmm. hearing you um, and, our guest, and our guest last week, um, it was it's odd not being on the show sometimes when you when you hear it it is odd <laughs> yeah it doesn't happen very often it's mm. unusual that it's that it's that it's only one of the two of us it's not that they normally either both of us or we just don't do an episode so this is the yeah. truth this is true it's the very very true um yeah my my week's been weird i mean this past monday though something quite important happened for me I, I actually shared it to you on WhatsApp and you thought, wonder what the hell was going on. Uh, I, yeah. I, well, I think... there was no context given. You just posted a picture. Uh, you're, you look like you're in hospital. It looks like you've got lots of tubes attached to you. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what happened? And then I saw the biscuits on the next picture. And I was like, oh, OK, he's just giving, he's giving blood. I was like, oh, my yeah, God, don't which, scare me like that. Which made us like a big deal. And some people, it's not a big deal, but it was for me. Because for the last 21 years, I've not been legally allowed to. Oh, how so? It was illegal for a homosexual man to give blood. Really? Wow. Yeah, it was passed. It, the law was changed during the pandemic. Oh, uh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, but look, it was all brought in because of the AIDS, because of the AIDS um, pandemic back in the uh, 1980s, of course, um, which uh-huh. is terrible, obviously, and the effects are still being felt. Um but especially being Pride Month, of course, I wanted to. Uh, I was a, I was very happy to go down and do that. The, the laws changed now, so that if you're with the same partner, it doesn't matter anymore. As long as you're the same partner, and the rule applies to gay, bi, straight, whoever. If you've been with multiple partners, you can't get blood. How would they know? You have to <laughs> declare it. You have to declare it. Uh, okay, I, I guess that makes they're, sense. They're, they're, some people say it's intrusive, but they, they also they test your blood <laughs> as well. It, the reason I'm thinking, the reason that made me immediately think of that is I was at a baseball game last night and um, we were joking around with a couple of people who were ahead of us. I can't remember exactly what happened. Something goofy happened. And then just as we, we're kind of chatting, and then just as we're leaving the exit, the guy's clearly got an alcoholic drink in a cup. And the, um, the attendant there is like, that's water in your cup, right? And the guy kind of looks around at everybody and he was like, yes. And then just carried on walking. It was like, it's clearly not, but what are you going to do? You can declare whatever you like. No one's going to know any different. Yeah, but they do check your blood. And then if you've lied, then you'll be barred from giving again. Okay. How... All right. This I know this is going to sound dumb, but I don't know quite how to phrase it. They obviously can't test if your blood's gay. That doesn't no, make sense. No, 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 no. Blood no. is the same as blood. So what do no, you have but, they... but... If, if if you've been lying and you've been and you've caught something and not declared it, okay. But you could catch something being straight though. This is that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm just trying to Dude, pick out the flaws yeah, in this. It doesn't make that, any sense. That's what I'm saying. The law used to be if you're gay, you couldn't, but now it applies to everybody. 
Okay, but you might not know you've caught something either. Then that then that's an honest mistake. But if but if it's to your best of your ability, obviously, if you declare uh, these of, things, of course. Yeah. But if, but if you've willingly known this and lied about it, because let's face it, they check your NHS record. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it blows up against it, that sort of thing, I'm not sure, but I would imagine that's prosecutable if you've willingly if you'd intentionally lied. Because, yeah. um, for example, I took uh, ibuprofen because I had I had some pain with my uh, with my leg, uh, which is fine. But if that's the case, then certain people can't have that because of allergies, obviously. Oh. Some people are allergic to certain painkillers. Yeah. So um, for that one, they platelets can't be used for people because they fit it into plasma, into red blood stuff, and I, I learned so much stuff while I was waiting to be seen. Just just shade under six minutes for a whole for a whole pint of blood. How many biscuits did you have? Two. Is that how many they gave you, or was that? I was told to help myself, so I, a whole packet. I well, the packets were like a pack of two. So okay. Now I know that we had our guest on from a few weeks ago, uh, Morty from the Morty and Fitch podcast. It would be a miss if I didn't ask you what type of biscuits they were. <laughs> they had all sorts there, but the ones that I chose was I had some bourbons. Bourbons are for me the king of biscuits. Very good, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Very especially, good, especially good, especially good when dipped in hot chocolate. Just add more to it. But that's just me. My mum, oh. my mother would say otherwise. She doesn't understand why all four of her kids are dunkers and she's not. Um, and I also had um, some fruit shortcakes as well, okay. which were which were, which were very pleasant. I also found them a little bit savoury for my liking because it tastes like someone put salt on them rather than sugar. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I think it was, I'm trying to remember exactly. I know from the Good Cop, Bad Cop Twitter feed last night while I was driving home from the baseball game, I saw, I believe it was Oreos ducked, uh, sorry, dunked in Mountain Dew. I, I can't even imagine what would make you even think of doing that or why you'd have those two things together. But that sounds like a gamer's, um, gamer's late night snack <laughs> cracking to be brutally honest. <laughs> Um, or a, a pack of Oreos and Mountain Dew to keep you going. But also, what a stoner would probably have as well. I was about to say, a good snack at about 4.20, I would say, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, but and about me, what about you, Craig? Um, it's it's not been too bad last few weeks. We're we're obviously in, in, we break up for the summer much earlier in the states than what we what I used to do in England. I think when I when I left for America the first time, I think I broke up on July twenty fourth. I think it was. So we're breaking up middle of July and that, uh, sorry middle of June, and that's actually uh, a week later than what it was last year. Just because we've added in a few extra holidays throughout the year, we finally got two full weeks for Christmas or winter break. We used to get like one week and five days, which was really how it should be. It, it, exactly, it should be because then you have the extra weekend as well, and it kind of it's it's totally worth doing as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, we've just been finishing things up, trying to get grades done. We just started our final exams the other day, so yeah, I, I don't have a single full day now. I only have half days for the next three days, and then I'm done. I feel I have more work to do than I normally have at this point of the year. But the students leave at like eleven o'clock, so I have three hours to get stuff done. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely focused on the holiday mode now. Don't have any major plans right now, but 
a little bit of relaxed time, catch up on some TV, hopefully do a little bit more podcasting. Probably a good time to try and plug the Good Cop, Bad Cop uh, baseball podcast that I uh, I like the idea of. Um, I'm, I, I don't know. My problem is the account's set up mainly for wrestling right now. So trying to find baseball people is difficult. Um, I have one definite, uh, one possible, uh, another kind of sorta. So I was looking to try and get four people. I didn't want one host like kind of like us do, like have you on every week. I want to try and get different people on, and so it's only a one once a month commitment. I thought that was a good way to go with this. So I don't know. It might happen, um, might not happen, but we'll, we'll see. Well, I've, said, I've 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 given my interest, and I'd be happy uh-huh. to help every now and again i would like to point out i am trying to scale back my podcast commitments at the moment <laughs> well, I due, that. due to my training <laughs> I'm, I'm taking on plus also for my mental health as well i majorly need to uh as you noticed with lord mags um mm-hmm. podcasting embedding yourself in work can be great but at the same time uh you need to also take time for yourself and and so as as um his lordship has so often said, um, you need to make sure that we need to make sure it's not a dirty word to say. You need to make sure it's not a dirty word to say. Look after yourself, guys. Seriously, just take it. Take some. Take an extra hour for yourself every day. And by that, I don't mean on your own with Pornhub. Okay. <laughs> okay. Spend it with your family. Talk to your partners. Okay. I, I, so since I've started opening up about other stuff to Chris so much better our relationship is stronger than it's ever been and i feel so much better about myself so it's it clearly works guys listen to mags you should always listen to mags anyway but listen to mags there is a reason why i proposed an initial two month run uh because i'm on holiday for the next two months so i have a lot more free time so um and after that eh, we'll see um I, I said hopefully we'll get it started if it doesn't it doesn't i know we'll do at least one episode because i know there's one person who who is quite happy to do this and said just let me know when when to do it it's like okay so We'll, we'll, we'll keep that going. Hey, instead of baseball talk, I, we, this is still a wrestling podcast, so how about we do some good cop moments? Let's do it, buddy. Good! Bad! Now, I'm going to be very interested to hear what you've got to say, because as soon as the last episode dropped, you mentioned the fact that you had a lot to talk about already. Um, and there's been another week since that. There's been a, a pay-per-view. There's been a lot going on. So, go ahead. What did you finally choose, then, as your good cop moment of the week? Whew, right. Um, my good cop moment of the week is arguably an unsure cop moment. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, put the hell of stuff over to one side and put all the stuff about Cody to one side. I knew it was Cody. I knew it was going to be Cody. I put all that. Put all that stuff oh, to the side. Oh, I was all right. that stuff with Cody to one side. Okay, because that's something that I'm addressing in back up. As well as good cop. Oh. But I'm going to. I need to. I'm going to quote something, Graham. And then I. What I want you to do is I want you to tell me who you think said the quote and when they said the quote. Okay. Are we talking like year? You're looking for? You're looking for an exact date? You're looking for the next minute? If you can, if if you can, if you can figure out to the nearest year. Okay. okay, it's not it's not like it's not like a thousand years ago or nothing like that. The way. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> let me get this right. There are so many talented people on the roster, 
already. We're committed to what we have and committed to our resources, the people we've signed, and it'd be a real disservice to them and to our fans and to the bottom line of the company to move our resources away from the people we've already committed to. And it would be uh, wrong to follow in the footsteps of WCW and overblow our roster. Who said okay. that and when did they say this? Uh, Tony Khan, 2021. 2018. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't sure which company to begin with. and I was It was like, Tony oh. Khan, 2018. <laughs> okay. It was Tony Khan, 2018. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because our guest brought it up last week. Now, uh-huh. you guys were stirring the pot last week like crazy. <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking this really is a good, this, the good cops are because I'm taking great pleasure in doing this. Do you know, last week I was walking to the blood clinic to that blizzard. I'm like, oh, what the flying? I was, I was fuming as I was walking down the road. But you're talking about the lack of former WWE guys who are holding championship gold in AEW, and that's absolutely accurate. Yeah. There are currently 177 personnel on screen in AEW. That's ring announcers, commentators, managers. There's also including the people who are the training crew in the back as well. Okay, 177 of them. They're not really on screen, then, are they? No, no. It's not, okay, 177. Sorry, please not. Please, Graham. This is a point I'm making. Do not. Please do not. Okay. Okay. And that's and it's a fair point, okay, about not about only about only one of them, Punk, having been previously WWE, who currently holds Championship Gold, which is which is oh. fine. Let's look through the roster quickly. I've done it already, by the way. I've done it in advance. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I've, I've looked through them all. Okay, I've looked through them all. So don't worry. Okay, eleven non-wrestlers and thirty-six wrestlers formerly wrestled for WWE. So that's forty-seven in total. Okay. Which I know is good math for me. Of those 47, okay, 30 of them went straight to AEW from WWE immediately. Now, the problem I have, and I've said it before, is it's great if you've got amazing talent that you can bring in, like like Danielson, like Punk, and you can bring in if you can bring in these talents. I don't argue. Maybe you should bring in some big names like that. I, because arguably, you'd be foolish not to bring in big names like that. Because Danielson, Cole, Bebe, and you've got play people, people and players in the industry like that who have the big thing. I mean, the whole thing about Tanahashi coming in. That was the whole big match to have Tanahashi versus Punk. I was sold on that. I wanted that. Okay. Me too. When I was doing my good cop moments, and I found out that Punk had broke his foot. Yeah, well, I've got I've got something to say about that in bad cop as well, separate to that, but that's another story. Um, but we're not going to get that, unfortunately, because of injuries and everything. But that's by the by, you know, injuries happen at terrible times. We we've seen this at various times, but it will happen down the line. So that's fine, you know. I'm cool with that. But this roster is so bloated now with amazing talent. And there's nothing wrong with having amazing talent, but if it wasn't for Dark and Dark Elevation, as I've said, Tony Khan would have to release some people. Um, and I need to ask you a serious question, Graham. One of our biggest favourites we, we saw before 
the uh, before they went to AEW, Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. When was the last time he was on TV? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him for a while. Is he injured? He hasn't been back since Keith Lee injured him. Yeah, I was going to say he's injured right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, when I mean, he's one of the bigger success stories. Okay, from the Indies in. Um, before um, that injury, though, he was and he was not getting as much screen time as he was before because they're trying to give more screen time to uh, to Punk and to Danielson. And to, I, I get all that. I get all that. But the thing is, it's in that interview I quoted. Is he actually says, and I am quoting from his record here. He's like. You can't go around signing whoever you want to £100,000 deals because you'll just go out of business that way. You can't be doing it. You can't find everybody you like. And then in that video, in the comments, everything, every single comment, like, bro, you're literally doing that now. Three years on, he completely abandoned that ethos. And he's doing that. You're doing so well with the math. And then you said it was 2018. Now it's 2022. So that's four years. He started doing it in 2021, Graham. Okay, but point, but point made, point made. Now, I'm aware it's, it's good because you get to see all these talent come in, and you know we 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 getting things like um, Punk and getting Danielson, and I was wondering why we were getting all these dream matches so quickly on TV because they're getting fucking injured. <laughs> they got to get the matches before they get injured now. It's ridiculous. Looking at that roster, how many of them would be there without WWE's making them into names in the first place? Have you? Would you? Would you have heard of Buddy Matthews, for example? Um, I probably would because I follow the Indies. I know you. I'm, I'm probably asking the wrong person <laughs> on that side of things. Like, you... I know that life doesn't start at WWE. So, um, but for the average fan, no, the average fan probably would not know who that is. There is a website out there as well um, who went through, on, a channel on YouTube, who went through the 20 biggest, um, biggest appearances, debuts, sorry, on AEW ever. Number three was Buddy Matthews. Ahead I'm of, assuming number one was Punk. Uh, Punk was two. Oh, okay. Number one was uh, Samoa Joe. Eh, yeah. I, I, I didn't agree with half of these things. No. Uh, Brian Danielson was number nine. Ouch. No, he so, did come out at the same time as Adam Cole. So yeah, I, no, it, I would it say was, it... it it's not that it lessened it, but when you got two big names together, you you kind of split it. Evil Ben were were at the top, which really surprised me because that was the biggest night in their history, as far as I was concerned. Um, it's going to show that it's subjective. Now, I could keep on waxing lyrical about the issues regarding him and bloated roster, but I've done that to death. Okay, it's good with seeing all these people coming in, but I needed to address this off the bat. Because I didn't want to keep dragging on about it. But I guess was wrong last week. And he can at me. Um, I would say uh, stacked rather than the word bloated. But it's hey, not, you, we have if, our own little opinions, of course. Graham, Graham, even if you take out the if you take out the 20 people behind the scenes on that roster list, 
that's still 157 wrestlers signed, and they've only got, excluding the, the internet stuff, three hours of TV. That's a little harsh. You know they have to put on a show. It might appear on the internet, but they have to put on a show for the people who actually go to the event. No, I, I do realise that side of it. Right? The, it's not I, just the TV audience. I get that, Graham. But okay. if that, I do get that. But if it wasn't for that, 157 wrestlers they've got to try and fit in. And they can't write well for the women's division. We, and we, we've admitted that before, how poorly women's division has been booked. Thunder no. Rosa, Rosa is doing a great job. Jade Cargill is doing a good job. Whether or not we need two women's championships is open to debate. But that's neither here. But SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, but they Raw have two separate rosters, Graham, not one. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You can't do that. Okay, well, that just I was going to ask anyway. So how many people would you say if you added Raw, SmackDown and NXT 2.0 together? You're not telling me that's not 150 easily? Well, SmackDown has 30, easily. SmackDown has 36 gram and Raw has 47. And NXT 2.0 doesn't have that, doesn't have that much. I don't have the NXT numbers to hand, no. But no, I I you're obviously BSing because there's no way you know that closely what it is. And no, that I, does not include people behind the scenes, which is what you included in the AEW count. So you're I, not comparing like for like there. 157 wrestlers, though, Graham, are assigned to AEW. I'm not saying it's not a lot, but they also they're not going to do what um, Vince would do, which is just fire them. They'll let their contract run out. They'll honor yeah, their but... contract, which I think is a lot more respectable. But well, they're obviously going to upgrade their roster. You know that. Do they, is this is this if they still going in ten years? Are we going to be talking about the same thing? No, they'll have a much more steady roster at that point. But right now, you're trying to improve and improve and improve. So when you have those opportunities and you have the money, and he has that money, he has more money than Vince does. Then he can afford to do that at this point. Ted Turner had more money than Vincent Graham, and look what happened to him. He's, perhaps his business model wasn't as good. Maybe so. I guess we'll have to find it's out. It's a very different. It's a very different scene now in 2020. I would like to point out that I would like to point out that I'm, I'm going to save this piece and I'm going to move on. Let you do your good moment, okay, Graham? Because oh, you wish I would move on that quick. I'll move. <laughs> I'll move on from this point anyway, uh, because. Tony Khan's history with sports franchises isn't great. Uh-huh. I mean, he bought the Jacksonville Jaguars, which they're, they're not the best, Graham, are they? Let's face it. Um, in term, it, didn't, it depends what you mean as a business model. Did you, I don't know if you saw this. Um, they, when when the last Super Bowl? The, that, that, that's, not what I, that's not the be-all and end-all at this point. He's a businessman as well. So we've just said that the money side's important of this. So I think, I want to say it's the... Is that the Denver Broncos this week have been signed for? Uh, sorry, have been purchased for the most of any sports team in history. It's one of the people who owns Walmart, or it's one of the people who's heir to the Walmart. Yeah, board. yeah, yeah. Four point seven five billion. Now, go ahead. Tell me a current player from the Denver Broncos. Can tell you. Exactly. And you actually do follow a little bit of football. So my point being is, if a bigger team was to suddenly come on the market, that record would be smashed instantly. So buying a team like the Jaguars, who are not particularly that good, you don't think they paid top dollar for that, do you? The market, though, right now, it's the TV rights that makes that money. So from a business point of view, he's got a, he's got a great deal with Jacksonville. 
they're getting the TV rights money regardless of how well the teams play. And that's one of the big problems I have with baseball right now. My local team, the Baltimore Orioles, they receive, I think it's 80 million in TV rights. Their wage salary this year, 30 million. They're just making clear profit. They're not even trying to invest because they also know if they invested the whole 80 million, they'd probably still finish bottom of that division. But no, I, I, I'm going to disagree with you on the Jacksonville Jaguars point. I, I, you're looking from a business point of view, Graham. We, hold looking- on, hold on. One more, sorry, one more thing. You said they had a, a history of this. Um, didn't Fulham just get promoted to the Premier League as well? <laughs> Under his, I would like to, I'd like to point out that they also have the, the biggest wage bill three times higher than any other team in the league. They spent more money. Three times any, more than Manchester City? Shut up. In the championship. I, in the championship, Graham. They're in the Premier League now. They, they were, are now. They were playing to get into the Premier League. They only were down for like a season. They go, what? They yo-yo a little bit, but. Graham, Graham, they will finish rock bottom of the Premier League. No, absolutely not. I'm, I'll take that bet right now. Okay, great. Hundred pounds. I'm ready to cash in on my uh, Coney Island hot dog one pretty soon. Hundred pounds. Hundred pounds. Hundred. Hundred pounds. Oh, jeez, that's a lot of money. I don't normally. I, it, it would be cruel for me to take that. Or, or um, tank of and, gas. And, tank of gas. <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> that's the same amount. Uh, we don't normally go quite as crazy as that. Um, I think three hot dogs is probably like $15. I think we had uh, $5 on the Sting one. Um, even with inflation, that's suddenly a big jump to 100 um, But I would happily go for 20 Fine, fine. I'm just saying that's how confident I am, Graham. Because okay. Mitrovic is a championship player at best. Okay. Okay. I think that, I've got, I know there's uh, there's ten teams straight away who are definitely not getting relegated, but I have nine other teams to play with, so I'm Graham, happy. Last, this time last year, I would have said Everton weren't going to be any relegation, and they, they went down. Well, that 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 is true. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to have quite as bad a season as they My did point, this year. The, and so you saying like, oh, Fulham did really well. They got promoted. Graham, they were playing against Milkman and Postman half the time, okay? They, they, they are not... So were Brentford the year before, and they surprised everyone on the top half. If they can do that, then Fulham could do that. Okay, so I, I don't don't take Fulham as... Unless they go and storm the Premier League this year, Graham, as far as I'm concerned, Tony Khan has bought a team he could he, that, that wanted him to have that business model. It doesn't work for fan bases, Graham. Are you telling me that the Jaguars and any of their fans are happy they're not winning Super Bowls? No. No. Ben and Farland... Is there anything they can do about it? No. No. Will they still, no. still go and watch? Yeah. Will they still make all the TV rights money? Yeah. The only reason Jaguars get any fans over here to go watch their game is because it's the only NFL game that comes over here. Of course. I understand that. When you got when you don't have as many options, then you do what you can. Like England's uh, hungry for American football, so they'll take whoever they can. It's better than nothing. Mm. It's still right. one of the top thirty-two teams <laughs> in the world, even as bad as they are. In any case, Graham, I've rabbited on for far too long, Graham. It's your turn at all. Um, I, I think you're setting a dangerous precedent, taking one quote from 2018 and then saying you have to stay loyal to it. I don't know I'm the exact the, date, but I'm the, pretty sure that Mr. McMahon said when he got into the ring with Stephanie and with his son, and I can't remember if Linda was there or not. I don't think she was, actually. No. But we will give the fans whatever they want, and that was broadcast live on TV, and, um, yeah, that didn't happen either. So. I think there's I'm, plenty of examples. I think there's plenty of... You can, take, not, you can go through my tweets. There's plenty I'm, of things I said in I'm 2018 not, that were Saying, 
I'm not saying at all that Vince is a saint at all. I've said this many times, Vince is an arsehole. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I've said this many times, okay? But the whole point is Tony Khan and AW is both be something different. And it's not. It's the same. You're right. It's not going to get bankrupt. It's not the same. Tony Khan, Tony Khan, it's just Vince McMahon in short trousers. You think the products are the same? Oh, boy. At um, business model, yes. (laughs) I'll just spend him. As a wrestling product? I don't think they have the same philosophies in that sense. They both want to make a successful wrestling company, but I think they have very different ideas on how they're going to get there. I'd like to see if he could do it without Daddy's cash. But anyway, we'll move on, Graham, shall we? Let's, let's just... Uh, no, not, not, not quite, because obviously if Vince doesn't think these people are good and he lets them go, but Tony Khan picks them up, Graham, then Graham, that's a very different not, philosophy. It's then, not right? always that straightforward, Graham. Sometimes people just ask, like, I'm not going to my contract like Daniel Bryan did. For example, when he became Brian Anderson, we're back to the Indies. Some people uh-huh. just don't just want to move on. Some people, sure. I've got, we've got a thing for you. We'll, we'll let you go so you can carry on with your career, sort of thing. Sometimes that's the best thing for them. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. I've had a theory for a, quite a few episodes, and I think it's, it's. I'm finally realizing this could probably be true. I don't actually need any moments at all. I can just react to what you say, and I think we'll have more than enough content. Um, I might. I, I. I don't quite. I didn't quite have enough confidence to do that. It's a little bit ballsy to suddenly go. No, I'm not having anything prepared at all. I'm just going to react to what you say. But I don't know. I think I'm going to try it one episode. I don't think I'm going to tell you which episode it is. It's a good job that you always go first, so you won't know anyway if that's true. Um. Well, interestingly, I, I love it how you set things up, and I. I should have stopped early because you mentioned somebody who links in with this perfectly. Um. Uh, for my good cop moment, I want to talk about somebody um who you said was one of the most overrated wrestlers in the last 20 years or part of a tag team that's the most overrated tag team in the last 20 years um i would like to read you a tweet from uncle dax ftr um today last year was the beginning of the darkest time in my life my first anxiety attack this lasted months i was scared confused completely lost if you ever feel that way get help therapists modern medicine and in my case prayer helped me get back on a normal path now obviously right in the intro you had no idea what i was going to talk about um you did talk about mags again and coming out and coming out about his uh, some of the issues that we've had and just coming out and talking about it making it more acceptable i know i talked about it last week as my moment and whenever i see these opportunities i am going to keep talking about it um he did quote his tweet from uh, a year ago as well guys i slept two hours last night someone please make me feel normal um if that's not a cry out for help i don't know what is uh, he carried on from the current day. Do not feel ashamed. Millions of us are going through the same feelings you might be. And getting help doesn't make you any weaker. If anything, it makes you a stronger person because it'll help you come out on the other side. The media loves to portray medication as the bad guy. Yeah, we're not talking hundreds. We're not talking thousands. We are talking millions in America, in the UK, and all around the world. Um, Uncle Dax, again, uh, a negative headline gets more attention than a positive one. I'm here to tell you, medication and therapy gave me my life back. Thanks to all the doctors, my wife, my family, 
what I perceive to be my God, my friends and everything else for the help. I'll never forget it. And I have to admit, I didn't know about that story. I didn't see that tweet when, uh, guys, I slept two hours last night, so it'll make me feel normal. I, I did not see that tweet a year ago, I have to admit. And when I saw this one here, I didn't actually realize some of the issues that DAX has been going through within the last year, which wherever you feel about his wrestling style, I think makes the achievements that he's managed to accomplish even more impressive. Trying to become top of your game is difficult enough anyway, when you add in all those issues on top of that, at one of the darkest periods in his life, I think nothing but respect for that guy for managing to get through with all those issues. But also, once again, for coming out and mentioning, hey, look, there is light at the other side of the tunnel. There are solutions to this, but we need to be more open about it. We need to be talking about this. We need to be getting help in whichever form that is. But once again, good for Dax for coming out and um, talking about some of those darker moments of his life. Yeah, yeah. Um... We, one thing he said then in, uh, in particular about um, who, about him thanking everybody there. Um, one thing that I really liked there was the way he worded that, because it was he. he I believe he said like what I perceive to be my God. Now mm-hmm. a lot of people out there would would jump on that and say like, well, which God is that sort of thing? Or doesn't matter. Okay, your belief is your belief, and you're entitled to have that belief. And that's him not forcing it down someone's throat at the same time. The amount of people who would like, like, for example, like, uh, I'm not going to like go through all the different religions because that would be me insulting at least four of them probably by accident, by mispronunciation or something. Sure. So I'm just going to say, like, personally, as an atheist, um, you're entitled to your full beliefs. I personally do not share those, but you are welcome to those, of course. And if that gives you strength, then absolutely go with it, mate. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you yeah. need that strength. I, I, like, I like the way it was phrased as well. The spirituality side of it, whatever that may be, um, I thought that was far more inclusive. And I thought I thought that was him being very careful with his choice of words, which is another reason why it's a good cop moment. We're not trying to say, well, it's OK for me to do this, but not for you. Because I, I, like, I like the way he phrased it as well. And actually, it was phrased a couple of times throughout that sentence. All right. Wonderful. You got a minute and a half. Oh, boy. I can't imagine you getting under 90 seconds for this. Um, anything else in the last two weeks, I guess, from your perspective? if you want to consider a good cop moment okay uh, apollo cruz is back in nxt he looks so much happier and so much more at home the crowd adored him on nxt uh, i love seeing it as well it's great who doesn't love apollo cruz he's ditched that the, the nigerian gimmick as well and that that works for me i think everyone's happy that they, they've ditched that um that particular gimmick um slammiversary is on the 19th um and that the card for that is absolutely stacked uh who doesn't love a, a 10-man tag match and we've got a queen of a mountain match for the uh women's championship which has mickey james as special enforcer which is going to be amazing looking forward to seeing that one um the, what else have we got on there of course we've got obviously got the uh Ultimate x match for the exhibition championship Ace Austin, um, Kenny King, Mike Bailey, um, Alex Zane, Jack Evans, Trey Miguel should be fun. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Eric Young for the Impact World Title. Um, the Briscoes and the the Good Brothers that would be great, obviously. Uh, and one last thing which I which came to my attention this week, Graham, although it was a few weeks ago, is you watched the Floor is Lava with Jackson, didn't you? 
I did, yeah. Season two's coming out. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know who's on season two? Um, I saw that there was some t- uh, twins or something that were on who were on season one, but that's as much as I saw. Chuck Taylor, Chris Detlander, and Orange Cassidy. You know, I did see that story a few weeks ago, and I forgot. I for- totally forgot about it as well. Um, yeah. yeah. The thing is, and yeah, I do remember. That's good cop. Bad cop on the people who 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 said they asked them to share the trailer. So they did. They're not in the trailer. Wow. They actually said it like, we've asked you to share this trailer. We're not in it, but we're asked to share it. And all three of them hated on the company for uh, not putting them in the trailer. Three of the biggest stars in AEW, as far as I'm concerned. And you didn't capitalise yeah. on the show. This is odd. That is a bit cheeky. Uh, can you promote this, but you're not actually in it? That's very cheeky. Someone's getting fired for that one, Graham, I think. Um, yeah. What about your well, I did hear that the lava effects this year are going to be way better than they were last year. They look, they look. They, they put effective. something in it; it makes it bubble up a little bit more. And um, yeah, it looks like they spent a lot more money on. Well, I guess season one was a big success, so they probably have a much bigger budget this time around. So I'm sure that makes sense. All right, uh, for my 90 seconds, um, I really wasn't sure what you were going to talk about, Matt. I honestly thought you were going to talk about Cody. Um, so I kept it general. Um, Hell in a Cell, um, wrestling in general, Raw, AEW, um, wrestling was thoroughly entertaining this week. Um, I, I didn't have any particularly high expectations for Hell in a Cell, but it was enjoyable. Were there a couple of crappy matches? Sure. But for the the whole, there was a lot of matches. I was like, that was really good. I, I had a big smile on my face. Um, I did manage to catch SmackDown because I got up a little earlier than I intended to. Um, Shotzi versus Ronda. Always happy to see Shotzi in the ring. And certainly when you get a big match like that. Um, uh, Seth versus Cody. I, I know you're going to talk about it later, and you said it's going to be a bad cop moment, but perhaps we'll go down a different angle. But the match itself, I, I thought, was really, really impressive. Um, it was one that will stick in the memory for a while, for sure. Uh, Gunther becoming intercontinental title holder. Um, as much as I like Ricochet, um, I definitely a fan of... I still want to put Walter there instead of Gunther, but he looks absolutely ripped, Matt. Like, he's a big guy, but I always thought he was perhaps carrying a few extra pounds. Now, when I looked at him, he just looks like an absolute fighting machine. I'm really excited to see what they do with him. Um, Evolution of Riddle. Um, he was kind of a joke figure to begin with. He's now looking really serious. I'm actually really looking forward to that match with Roman Reigns. And I saw this while you were having your problems. Shawn Michaels kicked off the NXT tour, hashtag NXT Tampa. Um, I was supposed to go and see it when they toured in DC in 2020, but it got cancelled for COVID. Hopefully I might get another chance. Fingers crossed that side of things, Graham, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I have to agree, the Hell in a Cell match itself, impeccable. And there's only one Hell in a Cell match, which is how it should have been as well. Uh-huh. I like how you got Peck in there. Very good. Huh? What? Oh, oh. That, was, that wasn't actually meant as a joke. Oh. I did think you meant it, but I was like, that's, that's good. That's good. Sure. All right. Well, I'm dying to hear what these bad cop moments are. So I say let's head to them. Hey, Maxie, do you think people listening to this show like wrestling podcasts? I would hope that they do, because they're listening to one. Do you think they would like our wrestling podcast? Well, if you could call it a wrestling podcast, because we cover the gamut of topics. We have food takes, we talk about movies, and we intertwine that 
with watching a little bit of the cool wrestling. We do indeed. This is Sai and Max from the Chain Wrestling Podcast. You can find us at Chain underscore Wrestling on Twitter. Quite proud of our little show that we do. It seems to make a few people giggle. So if you're interested in listening to two silly plonkers ramble on about some old wrestling and then maybe have a little vote in a poll to decide where we go next, why don't you give us a try? What do you reckon, Max? Yep. If that sounds like your cup of tea, go and check out uh, our content. There we go. I think that'll do, Magsy, won't it? Brilliant. Yeah, same. See, look at that. We, we can add lib and everything. Good. Bad. All right, go ahead. Don't keep us waiting any longer. What's your main bad cop moment of the week? Okay, right. Oh, okay, I've got... Uh, Trying to pick one thing out of it was difficult. Um, I, I could go for my short cop moment in bad cop because I'm a, I'm not sure about it's a bad cop moment. I'm not sure about something, but okay. um, there's also something I want to bring up as well. But I can I'm going to do that in in speed check really quickly. Hopefully, actually give me the other way because I need to explain it a bit. So. Cody Rose's injury is is the bad cop moment for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in a torn pec, torn muscle, we know is a terrible, terrible thing to have. Um, we we saw with Cena when it when it happened to him, uh, how he was out of action for for months with that, and you know made his made that big triumph return to Royal Rumble sort of thing in two thousand eight. Yada yada yada. It was it was amazing when it happened, sort of thing. Now, why am I saying am I unsure about this? Because there have been some rumblings on the darker side of Twitter. It's a work. He had surgery yesterday. Yes, he had surgery. But, and I'm fully aware of of everyone saying, like, Oh, they can take protected shots, things like that. They can do this, they can do that. He still took, he took part in a Hell in a Cell match. Now, either Cody Rhodes is working the crowd, in which case, great job. Or the guy is a fucking lunatic. But, now, aside from that as well, is that, and I haven't been able to substantiate these claims, so this is, you know, me with a big proviso about it. Um, some of the bruising went missing towards the end of the match. Apparently. <gasps> oh. Now, if that's the case, because obviously we've seen, like, we've seen, like, um, obviously face painting things wash off during matches with sweat obviously now Mm -hmm. if it's done right then you can you know non-water soluble paints obviously it won't come off obviously I haven't had to substantiate that claim but if that's the case then uh, bravo because people like oh Brandy Rose said about it on Twitter like you seriously say that Brandy wouldn't play at the kayfabe if they were trying to sell this shit (laughs) It puts Seth over really, it really well as his despicable, diabolical heel. Cody returns 
out of nowhere um, with massive all, all these things over at Money in the Bank. Times that I get the briefcase, all of a sudden he, he's the world's greatest hero. He was already over anyway. That would take him to unbelievable new heights, and it wouldn't. I wouldn't put him past him if he actually won Money in the Bank still. Don't you have to qualify for that? Did Brock Lesnar? <laughs> there was qualifying matches last Did night. Did Brock Lesnar? <laughs> I guess they make exceptions. All right. Some people have to qualify. I'm saying okay. that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that the qualifying matches, but sometimes people qualify just because they qualify. Um, I'm saying that's why unsure cop because like I'm sold that it was injured, but was he as injured as they say he was? Okay, all right. And I had to tag on to that as well. I have some slight issues with CM Punk's injury. Not the in, not the injury that he had. Okay, I'm, I I buy that he was injured. Okay, but why do you need the interim championship? I thought you said you listened to last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm asking, why do you need the interim championship? Because recovery time for that, with surgery, with surgery, which he's having, is four weeks. So... To, um, to a wrestling condition? Like, perhaps for your average worker, perhaps. For a soccer player, Graham, four weeks without surgery, for the injury he sustained. Soccer? Oof, I didn't think I'd... I think I'd, that's my, my, one of the worst words that's ever come out of your mouth on this show. I didn't think you used that word. I had to do it for the American audience, Graham, so I knew what I was talking about. If I ever do that, you correct me immediately, you hypocrite. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, my personal opinion is, Graham, uh, they've, done, they've done it just so they can, ha- they, they can guarantee a championship versus championship match down the line with Punk and Tanahashi, because the face of Tanahashi will win the championship, will win the interim championship. Because, let's face it, there's no point putting on anybody else. Yeah, there is. Well, I think the other part, I, don't think, I don't think Tanahashi's winning it. But we'll, we'll, would we'll I probably, like Tanahashi to win it? I would love Tanahashi to win it. I don't think he's winning it. But I've got more things to say about the, the new championship in a moment, Graham. Anyway, I'll let you start with your bad cop moment, so. Um, okay. Um, b- before we do, I'll, I'll just say that I, I, I think the Cody injury is legitimate. I, I don't think there's anything suspect about it. Hence why I said it, um, I I, the unsure side of things. So. Sorry, I was just trying to give my side of it, but no, go ahead and interrupt. Um, geez. Um, I'm sorry. I think the other thing that puts Seth over is with knowledgeable wrestling fans as well. Um, not, obviously, it was a great match and it made him, he looked at the fact that he managed, well, assuming that you believe Cody was actually injured, the ma- the fact that he got Cody through that match and made Cody look amazing as well tells you what a talented wrestler he is. So we're not talking about the moves that Seth did. We're talking about how he managed to get Cody through. Obviously, that that's a fantastic job on that as well. That would definitely be a, a good cop moment as well. Um, I tried to stay away from that match because I figured you were going to talk about it at some point because I know you love to talk Cody Rhodes. Um my bad cop moment is I would like to talk about a tweet this week from Glenn Jacobs. And for people who don't know who Glenn Jacobs is, that's the artist formerly known as Kane. Um, quote, every violent death is a tragedy. Tragedy. That said, the mainstream media would have you believe that America is the land of gun violence and mass shootings. When in fact, as at Hannah D. Cox points out, our per capita rates of gun deaths are actually much lower than many other countries. End quote. Uh, a couple of wrestlers in response on quoted tweets. 
Uh, Rachel Ellering, uh, it's time you fuck all the way off, Glenn. You're garbage. And uh, Sean Waltman, breaks my heart reading this shit from you. What the fuck, man? Question mark, exclamation point. Now, I actually did look to see what the tweet from Hannah D. Cox was and the 10 countries that were listed above. So we're not talking about, if we're talking about total number of deaths from shootings, obviously America's high because it's a much bigger country. So what you have to do, of course, is as the mathematician, you have to look at deaths per 100,000 or deaths per million, whatever you want to, so you have a base rate figure. Now, there were countries above. I don't have the list in front of me, but if you read the list out, it does actually mention in the tweet, every single one of those countries has issues with drugs like cartels things like that uh, kidnappings and there's obviously it's obviously not a well-run country as you would define it as you're not going to see your european countries in there because i think somebody said that it's like how about you quote a germany how about you quote a france how about you quote a spain how about you quote an italy they're not on that list this is countries like uh, colombia brazil uh, mainly south american countries obviously that's where the drug business mainly is um not obviously a bad comment was clearly Glenn Jacobs with this. Um, a lot of wrestlers. I didn't get a chance to look. I believe I think it said there was like 200 or was it 2000 quoted tweets in response to this. Um, I did not get a chance to obviously check through all of those. I just happened to see the rate. I saw the Sean Waltman one first and I was like, OK, I got that one. And then I saw Rachel Allen rings later. And um, yeah, um, the quote that I did see and I posted on my Facebook yesterday was from um, a Republican politician who is blaming the gun shootings on people overusing their cell phones like oh my god like this is this is not that difficult of an issue to figure out um matt i'm trying to remember i think i wrote it down oh here we go uh chris beale on twitter hi glenn the uk had a single school shooting in 1996 we immediately banned private ownership of handguns we haven't had a single shooting since Please, can you explain how this was possible if gun control laws don't work, as you and many Republicans like to claim? Um, I'm going to I tried to do the math quickly. I think you were 10 or 11 when Don Blaine happened, Matt. So I don't know if I I was at college at that time, but it obviously rocked England. And unfortunately, we've had similar incidents here in the States and it's upset people and nothing's really happened afterwards. Uh, Sandy Hook would be the obvious one. Um, at the baseball game I was at last night, we had a moment of silence for the uh, for the school shootings in Texas, uh, probably about a week, 10 days ago. Um, but I have a feeling, unfortunately, probably five, 10 years time, we'll be talking again about, oh, what a shame it was. But probably nothing really substantial will happen, unfortunately. So Glenn Jacobs is my main bad cop moment. Yeah, um, to get kind of the 2,205 quoted tweets. That's more than that, that's two thousand more than the actual retweets. Yeah, so we, yeah. I'm just going to say the, the I'm just going to say two of them out loud here, Graham. Too many unprotected chair shots to the head will lead to this sort of opinion. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, and um, if you, I feel like if you're in the top ten, as America is, you're definitely a land of gun violence and mass shootings. Correct. Yeah. And that yeah. sucks because I, I love America because uh, I, I I like going back there on a regular basis to the House of Mouse uh, and for wrestling as well. So uh, I uh, I hope that uh, I'm not asking for people to take their guns away, just saying that maybe people should just like take a test to, to have one like you do to drive a car. You know, it's simple. OK, get a, get a license, you know. 
Nothing wrong with getting a license for your car, so why can't you have a license to get a gun? It's that simple. And a gun is more deadly than a bloody car. I think you could just start by not giving AK-45, 15, whatever the heck they are. I'm not a gun person. To 18-year-olds. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. If you claim that as one other politician claimed that you need it for controlling squirrel populations and things like that as well, then you, the the excuses are getting ridiculous at this point. But yes, um, I, I think we're trying to we're not trying to take everything away. I know in England we did do that, but I think we could at least have something. We need to at least start regulation. That boat. Regulation. We need, we need some regulations. We need to start along that path because right now it's not working. People who, people, um, who, people who need one, be regulated for it. Not a problem. Just get your license. Simple. You have license in this country. I know they have licenses here. It's just that they're easy to get, I think, is part of the problem. Maybe should be a better background check. But, um, but, but, but we, that, for sure, for sure. All right, 90 seconds if there's anything for the speed check. All right, you're up first. Okay, Roman Reigns is not going to be money in the bank. His next show he's advertised for is SummerSlam. So I'm like, what's the point of being world champion if you if if you've got two championships, both up by the same person, he ain't there. What's the point? What's the point? You're basically everything you said you'd never be, Roman. Okay, just just saying. Okay. Um the AEW All Atlantic Championship. It's a beautiful, beautiful belt, Graham. You wouldn't know, you don't recognize belts. But Graham, and you can chip in if it's while we're talking here. <laughs> All, All Atlantic Championship, it's called. A great name. Why is there a Chinese and Japanese flag on it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the belt, so I can't really comment. But how can you call it Atlantic when you've got two things between the fucking Pacific and Indian Oceans? That's all I'm saying. Okay, right. Okay. <clears throat> what culture wrestling video? Um, they did top ten wrestlers who became losers in one second. Many of them are subjective, most of them had story connotations, but the worst one is their number one pick, which is Danhausen. They buried him as an overhyped unknown, they said in the injury that even though it made the uniting of Hookhausen more significant, they insisted it was still the worst um, worst killer of momentum they'd seen in a long, long time. How does this piece of shit YouTube channel have over two million subscribers with that sort of wishy-washy opinion? And, um, and the lot, and I'm aware of time to stop, but one moment, please, Ben. Why would I be happy about anyone getting injured if the plan was to boost the prestige of the AW Championship with CM Punk? That plan has been scuppered completely. And if Anderson injured as well as Punk, what's the point of having Forbidden Door? Um, I did see last night on uh, Rampage that um, Tony Khan sent the fans home happy because um, after he brings people out, like he brought CM Punk out when we were in uh, DC and we got to do the fist bumps and all that, um, he actually brought out um, Hook and Danhausen. So, um, yeah, mm. that's total bollocks. Um, yeah, I yeah. think the word that we're looking for that you were you missed in there was clickbait. That, was, that's all it is. Maybe it is clickbait, Graham, but usually the videos are a little bit better than that. But, recent, but ever since Cartaholic became a thing, they've become very much a case of, come look at us, not the hot new thing, basically. Um, yeah, so I, I want to quickly ask you about Forbidden Door, Graham. Are you going to watch it still? Watch what? Forbidden Door. Um, not live, no. <laughs> See... I would have watched it live if Danielson and Punk had been there. Uh, if it was Punk Tanahashi, I was seriously considering it. 
Yeah, and Danielson was going to be there as well, but I'm suddenly not as interested. I'm still interested, but not as much to watch it live. I I can wait. That's the problem, you see. So now they're going to have to another Forbidden Door style thing down the line. I apologise. There, there is another reason why um, I can't watch it. Like anyway, I'm actually not going to be. Um, I'm actually at a baseball game. Oh, I'll be travelling back from a baseball yeah, yeah, game. So I, that's I fine. Be able to, that's fine. So, so yeah, yeah, I won't be yeah. able to. With those big, in, those big injuries, those big names, and sorry, Moxley, sorry, Jericho. The big names are Danielson and Punk. I'm sorry to bruise your ego slightly here. Okay. Even if it ends up being Moxley with Tanahashi. As great as that would be to watch, it's not what the fans wanted because it's in Chicago. I, I I never thought I would see the day, but it actually sounds like you're happy that Punk is uh, was AEW champion, and you're I, actually a bit pro Punk right now. I wanted I, to I see just want, not one time did you uh, say Phil Brooks today as well. There was almost like a little glint in your eye when I wanted to see. Well. Like every wrestling fan, Graham, I wanted to see Punk Tanahashi because that's a once in a lifetime match to see. Uh, so it was more for Tanahashi then than Punk. The, the the man could put on a good match, Graham. And yeah. to and as you said last week, he did pay his dues. He didn't become champion straight away. I was proved wrong. Uh-huh. I was happy to admit I proved wrong. But at the same time, it would have been nice if you could have put a few more people over on the way up, is all I'm saying. Because he was a big name. But even I- so... I thought he did in many ways. I thought he'd get some of those people to get to if Bobby Fish as soon as he came over to get him match against CM Punk. I thought that was good. To he establish. got match against, but he beat him. <laughs> so I, I just, well, he obviously wasn't going to lose. You can still make other wrestlers look good and take the win, though. You can also just then? crush people Goldberg style two thousand and then not make them look good. But I think there's different ways of handling it. But there was times he showed vulnerability, and for me that was what makes him really appealing as a champion. I think you have. I noticed Ronda's starting to look more vulnerable as well. Like we mentioned a few times, like uh, Raquel Gonzalez, like. She had her moments in that match. Shotzi had her moments in that match. Like, the first run of Ronda, it was, like, crushed straight away, pretty much. She was never really in any danger, except for Nia Jax, I seem to remember. Obviously, because she's physically much bigger than Ronda. There was a sense of danger for that one. But, no, I think your champions look better when they're slightly weaker. Um, Roman hasn't really shown any of that. That might be why I'm tiring of him very quickly. Graham, Graham. The Usos save the day every time. It's the same, same story every single time. We want a bit of variety in there, for sure. It's getting stale, for sure. Yep. Uh, with regards to um, Ronda, at no point in her first run did I think that she was going to lose. At no point. Correct. Because she's got the MA background. We know she can legitimately kick most men's asses, let yeah. alone the women division. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I can't do the 90 seconds because I need my phone because I saw something as you were fixing your issues. If you want to put 90 seconds on, you can, but I think I can keep it under that time. Okay? No, it's fine. Um, technically, it's it's one of those unsure ones, but I'm going to go with the bad cop just because of how it ended and it could have ended much better. Um, this is a tweet from Paige, or person formerly known as Paige. Uh, July 7th will be the last day with WWE. I'm so thankful and I appreciate the opportunities that the company has given me. I will always be appreciative of the company that took in an 18-year-old British pale emo girl that didn't look like your average diva, giving me the chance of a lifetime and making me feel like a superstar. I know after my neck injury taking me out of in-ring status, it has been pretty hard to keep me around for as long as you did, and for that I'm thankful too. Thank you to the WWE Universe. You guys are the most passionate group of fans I've ever seen. 
Hope you continue to stay on this journey with me. I think the toughest part, weirdly enough, is having to let the page name go, but Soraya is a hell of a name. Kudos to my mom for that one. FYI, I'm not saying I'll never be in the ring. That day will most certainly come again, whenever that may be. So, yeah, just the fact that it's an end of an era. Um, and the other reason why it's a slight bad cop moment um, after I read this was, what was all that stuff she was teasing, though? Like, those dates and stuff, and, like, watch out for this. I, I don't know what all that was. Like. It, it never amounted to anything in the end, but it's a real shame that it ended in the terms that yeah, it did. Yeah, follow her so. tweets, do you? Um, I do not know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you know more? Oh, so it was related uh, to that? Possibly. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, I think that was I think that was it. Let me just quickly check to see. Yeah. Um, I had one other thing instead, but I thought that was far more topical. And I, you, I didn't notice it. And I didn't notice it last night. It was 12 hours ago, it said. So um, I just didn't see it last night. So I thought I'd mention it. For the record, Graham, you were 88 seconds. <laughs> pro. Wow. Wow. What a pro. Indeed. Speaking of pros... How about we talk about some fan cop moments? Let's do it. Good. Bad. Right, this is the part of the show, guys, where we um, where we hand over to you, basically. And we basically you ask you guys for your fan cop moment, be they good or be they bad. So, Graham, do you want me to go first? Um, I think I can go. Uh, Danny at Scottish Juggalo with his Dan Cop moment. Uh, his good cop moment is a Vince McMahon biography is reportedly in the works. Yeah, I was reading about that this morning. That would definitely be interesting. And bad cop moment, the Crippler crossface being used on Raw. Uh, Balor used it on Edge. Not a fan of this as it immediately flags up that memory of and then name redacted. Canadian wrestler, yes. Um, right. I'm going to take issue with that because one, it wasn't the crossface. Oh. oh. Okay. This it was the um it was the Glasgow smile because it was uh, a piece of metal in Edge's mouth and then pulled backwards. Okay. So it's not quite the same thing. Plus the crossface has been used by Triple H, HBK since then. And to be fair, basically it is the S lock as well, which has been used by Daniel Bryan. Uh, since then, well, the arm slightly differently turned around, but basically a crossface. The crossface has been used before Canadian wrestler and since Canadian wrestler. People don't complain whenever they see someone diving headbutt like he used to do either. End of the day, he used to, he also did the sharpshooter. Should we not see that anymore? You know, there's only so much we can we can we, we need to let that go go to pass. The moves are moves. You know, he's your German suplexes should. Not about doing them anymore. I don't think that was his signature move, though. One, one, they're part of his repertoire. I'm just saying, in general, there's so many things we could say about that. I mean, for example, when Cody did the uh, Austin sessions, for example, which was great, by the way, he was asked by Austin who his favorite band was. He said Our Lady Peace, who did this theme song for the Cade Rest that we're going to talk about. And I'm surprised that that was actually on the programming because of it. Be really mm-hmm. nice. But I think Danny's entitled his opinion, but I personally think he's wrong. Before you move on, I'm impressed that you actually noticed what um, Finn was doing and not just focused on his abs. So some bonus points for you, Matt, for that. I'll take that. Thank you very much. Regarding the biography, by the way, they also do it. They also, I'm not sure which company, which um, TV company it is, but uh, I think they do like eight or nine uh, retrospectives about uh, certain events, be it DX, um, uh, WrestleMania 1, uh, uh, um, 
HBK on his own, Vince. Um, but so it, he he's doing his own biography. Vince is he's trying to like, sell it out to the to people to publish. But lots of biographies are being done for an actual network, so that'll be fun to catch up with them at some point for sure. But I'm going to go to other side of the, of the Council of Dan's, Mr. Dan Griffin. Best cop moment. GCW absolutely killed it last weekend. Tournament of Survivor was at its bloody, brutal best, and Cage of Survivor had the best scramble match I've ever seen. Worst cop moment, I haven't had time to watch the second half of Cage <laughs> of Survival yet. <laughs> That's all right. We've got a future good cop moment potentially coming up there. Absolutely. Um, Nish guy at OG Blade Job. Um, good cop moment. Hell in a cell overall. Uh, bad cop moments. I have COVID and it's a bigger bag of dicks than Jay White. Yeah. Um, yeah, my full sympathy on that side of the thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Hey, twice now. You don't want it at all, Dan. So get well soon, buddy. Yep. Get well soon. Right. Uh, over to SCP Word, Cy Powell, the host of Chain Wrestling, Night Train Nights, and so many other amazing um, shows he's a part of. You can do five days a week now, Graham, you know. I've noticed, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And I also want to point out that um, him and Scottish Danny have actually brought Night Train Nights to VGM as well, now as well. So you can listen to the entire show now on VGM or on Techers. So, hurrah. But Cypower continues. Me, Sharon, and Charlie are catching up on AEW. They're a week behind, though, so I do apologise. But a good cop moment, Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks from Rampage. Wow, mm-hmm. he loved that. Good cop moment, Tanner Hashi on AWTV and all of Forbidden Door stuff. Wait until you find out. Oh, wait a minute. Back on Punk being injured. Gutted. A lot of people are, to be fair. A lot of people are. As to how badly the injury is requiring a new championship, we've gone through that already. But we're not going to talk about that. Graham, you want it, come please, sir? Um, I did wonder, actually. It just made me think with you mentioning people coming out of AEW. I actually thought that Will Ospreay coming out on AEW this week was going to be one of your bad cop moments. I always like to try and predict what's going to be on. I uh, I had purchased my memory, Graham, so fuck you, Ospreay. There we go. Um, Justin, uh, just in time, 2-1-1. Best cop, Apollo Crews back in NXT. And uh, bonus best cop moment, Will Ospreay and United Empire on Dynamite and Alex Zane in the Ultimate X at Slammiversary. Um, worst cop, everything about the interim AEW championship. Um, I did want to mention one more thing about Slammiversary because you mentioned it, but I just didn't want to interrupt you mid-flow. Um, I seem to remember seeing online, this is like the first pay-per-view they've had, uh, sorry, first Slammiversary they've had in about four years where it's only been Impact Wrestling. Like they've been pulling in people from AEW, they've been pulling in people from New Japan. So it'll be interesting. And you said the card's stacked anyway, so it shows you they can do it. But I'm definitely hoping that it is a success, so they can they can focus on their own brand without having to rely on external brands and gimmicks. I think their product's good enough. They have plenty of great athletes on their uh, roster that they can use. This is the thing is, I mean, one of your favorite PCO is now Impact Wrestling, and that's fantastic for him. That's for me. That was a step up from Ring of Honor at the time. I mean, Ring of Honor now is part of AEW, but as a step up for him, in my opinion. So, great work for PCO, and he's part of that time man tag, right? For a short um, while. His contract's due in a few months. But so we'll he, see. Even if, that, even if that's just still all it is, it's still good for him, and a bit more exposure for him as well. That's great. Um, we talked about that one. Uh, UTT Rob. Um, WTF cop moment. WWE releasing negative stories about Stephanie Man. This was weird, Greg. I left it out because I wasn't sure uh, how legit this all was. So I was all like, hmm, is this 
definitely what the what the yes for sure. And back up moment is rumours of more reasons to come. Yes, apparently there is another ten to be released before the end of this month. Apparently. You think that's a bad cop moment? Uh, I think in fact the fact that bad that um, for some people, some people may not be able to find new jobs. Well, the reason I'm asking is you obviously don't like a bloated roster, and if you don't like people being cut either, then I don't. You're, you're not going to win either way with you. That's I I don't. It's bad news that someone's time has come to end with any company, Graham. Sure. I mean, I mean, the people can land on their feet with another company. That's always the case. Sometimes, I mean, look at Mia Yim. She's part of that um, Queen of the Mountain match now. She's part of, of Impact. It's fantastic for her. Mm-hmm. But not everyone has landed on their feet, Graham. There are some people who have been released from WWE who have not signed up either company. I cannot name any names, but EC3 comes to mind. He wasn't. He, I mean, he's a specimen, and they didn't want him at AEW. That. Sometimes that can happen. Strowman hasn't gone AEW either, nor is Wyatt yet. So, you know, some people just haven't landed on their feet, or maybe they want to. Maybe they just don't want to. Uh, but good cop moments, which we haven't got to from Rob yet. Sorry, Rob. Um, not that it was a good idea to wrestle injured Cody at Hell in a Cell. It raised a stock with the, with the company and many fans. Um, it, it, was, it, was a, uh, it was a good match for sure, but... As I've, I've mentioned already my thoughts on that, and uh, uh, I stand I stand by it, and I, I look forward to finding out one way or another. I just wouldn't be surprised if Man in the Bank, he rocked up top of the ladder, is what I'm saying. I would hope you'd stand by him. He made him less than an hour ago. Um, high five, Tom. At high five, Tom. Uh, great cop moment. Uh, Brett and Diesel joining uh, JCB on a uh, fan from ringside last week. Uh, just highlighting the synergy and awesomeness of our little corner of the IWC. Uh, bad cop moment. That thing that person did to the other person. Hopefully that comes across as funny. Um, it didn't to me, Matt, but <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, he also follows on Graham as well. There's more of him. Oh, there's more. Oh, I, I didn't scroll down. Um, and for the oh, he just says and for the record, there's no shade thrown at um, BFR Bill and uh, Two Beer Zach and yeah, all those guys. Exactly, and um, High Five Tom has just figured out what 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 <laughs> chapter three verse fourteen says. Hashtag Buddha heels. <laughs> but he's but he's apparently he's sober. He's sobriety. He's kicking in. So good for you uh, on that side of things, Tom. And talking of JCB, um, good cop moment. The Forbidden Door show has got me hyped for that. Shout out to High Five Tom for scoring tickets, helping me live my best thing life. Lots of lot of mutual back patting going on, and I'm happy seeing that in our little corner of IWC. Having his back on moment, we've addressed this. Cody, Punk, Cole, Danielson, all injured. Worth more time for the AEW stars. This is the thing, you see. Three of them are three of them are the biggest stars for the AEW. Obviously, Adam Cole, Danielson, and Punk are three of the biggest stars they've got, and Cody being injured is not. Good for him, just making his return, obviously, to WWE, of course. Arguably the hottest thing going at the moment for him, arguably. And uh, injured at the wrong time, if he is injured, as bad as he was. I'm, I'm not going to use this as your devil's advocate, but it's kind of tempting to say, actually, that this is the best time for all these injuries to happen because they got such a big roster. Mm. In any case, Graham, have we got any more, Graham? 
Uh, that was all I saw. If you can see any others, uh, go I ahead. Don't Sometimes see... when they're like, some people reply to a reply, I don't always catch them. But I think I quick glance through. But I think mostly just talking amongst each other today, which is which is fine, obviously. And you're going to want to do that, of course. Uh, thank you to everybody for um, taking part in this week's um, Fair Cop moments. Great will put the tweet out next week, and it will be uh, be welcome for all of you to pile in as always. Hello everybody, this is Micah from the Devoid Brand. Now we aren't just a wrestling podcast, we also have the titular specifically Devoid podcast, our game show that's sweeping across the globe, Devoid Entertainment, and many other select programming you can only find on Specifically Devoid. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Specifically Devoid, and follow us on Twitter at Devoid Podcast, that's capital D, capital P, to stay up to date on all things Devoid. I've been me, you've been you, and we'll see you later. Good! Bad! I think we've got enough content already, unless there's any obvious uh, open agendas you want to do. I have an open agenda, but I, I, I'm quite happy to go Devil's Advocate. Well, if you call it up on Instagram, shoot. Alright, it was something short. It was, since I said we don't always have to talk about wrestling, um, when I was trying to put my notes together, um, Microsoft Word. <laughs> it sucks. I hate Microsoft Word. It's my least favorite program. I know it's probably the it's probably the leader in terms of, I don't know how you, 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 you often take a lot of pen notes, pen and paper notes, right, Matt, when you think of stuff? <clears throat> I know you like to write stuff down. I tend to be in my laptop because I'll see something. Yeah, you got, there you go. So I'll see something on Twitter. And my sometimes D&D just, notebook. Yeah, I like copy and paste and that. So I kind of what I was doing this week, I was trying to, I added some, I added in the Rachel Ellering quotes. Um, I actually took a screenshot because I got a couple of things together. I wanted the exact quote there rather than trying to type it out or anything. And I was trying to add a comment before because I, I just basically, I throw things onto my page and then I want to move them around later. And you know, sometimes we have to put, uh, we'll have too many good cop moments. So we'll twist it into a bad cop moment and we'll move it or vice versa. And I was trying to do this. And for some reason, it added a header and a footer. Now, I don't like the headers and footers. So anyway, I, I started typing without realizing it. I was like, oh, God, I hate this. Then, of course, you can use the undo key. And I'm clicking the undo key, and it's deleting stuff I've already written, but it's not deleting the header and footer. So it's a very trivial one. But, um, yeah, Microsoft Word, it's just not user-friendly at all. There's so many things I don't like. I don't know why, how it does it, but I know when you, you know when you add in the paragraph thing, and it does, like, the backwards P and thing. I hate it when it does that. I had that a couple of weeks ago as well. And it was like, what are you doing? Like, how do I delete this? Um, we often use it at school for preparing tests, and I, I refuse to use it like it's just not a good format for creating like boxes and then another box and i understand how to add a text box i'm not totally stupid but it's not as user-friendly as other tools i personally use smart notebook when i'm preparing things uh, what you see is what you get word it's very uh, yeah you've you got to know all the rules to it and i just don't like it so it was my i guess it was more my petty cop moment but um i was much happier when i found out the page was leaving i was like that fit <laughs> fits in much better but it was annoying me as i was preparing my notes i'm like that's going in at the time i was doing it i was pissed off massively and um, 48 hours later i've calmed down a little bit but microsoft word sucks i would imagine so great i've got this my this is my original notebook i used to take notes in for good cop bad cop and the mat attack graham if you want oh, proof of, if, you, if you want proof of it i'm just gonna to uh turn to one page at random here uh oh. here we go here we go uh 
No, that's, that's one of the quizzes I did with um, for quiz. I think four grand. One moment. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, this is here's, here we go, Graham. Here's where we used to do um, um, the six of you to Kevin Steen, Kevin Nash to Kevin Owens. <laughs> I wrote it out. I was going yeah. along. Yeah. Episode two hundred. I think we need to do some of those games again. Absolutely. Um, um, Absolutely. Oh, we actually. It's not that far away. It's only four episodes away, and um, we actually kind of need to talk about that as well. So we have permission from Dennis Farrell to play the game that used to be played on Wrestling Perspectives podcast, but we need somebody who knows nothing about wrestling. Who do we know who we could have? Now, I'm actually wondering, from what Morty said, well, I was wondering if you wanted to use Chris. I did wonder about that. I remember Morty said that Fitch knew nothing about wrestling as well, so that might be a possible Ooh, candidate as well. You know what? I think that could be, I think maybe we have a couple of people maybe around to do it. Why okay, not? So we might be okay. But yeah, we need somebody who knows nothing about wrestling at all for this to work. So all right, I just wanted to throw that out there because he, he said we have permission to use it. And I said we should use it on. We can only use it on a special episode. I can't think of a more special episode than episode two. I fully agree with that one. Yeah. So, uh, so Moy, uh, free up Fitch's calendar for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Middle of June, early early to mid July. I think. I think that's about yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely. To talk talk about Microsoft Word Ground, which we're doing. I'm going to carry on with. Um, bearing in mind, I'm with NHS, obviously. So I've got myself a Microsoft Office account. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I did. I do. I don't. Um, I have e- I have email and everything, of course. And I downloaded Word on my MacBook at home, which is sacrilege, obviously, to have Microsoft program on on, on a Mac. Um, and I entered the details and everything. So I logged in. Could I have an account? It said like you only have permission on a Mac to to do read only. I'm like, what the fuck? Awesome. So I'm like, and I need Word and Excel for my maths and English I've got to do with my things. So they've got to give me permissions for that. They don't know this yet. <laughs> Brilliant, though. No. So, yeah, I totally relate, relate, relate to the uh, side of, uh, yeah, I totally relate to the issues that can be done with word processing programs, Graham. Mm-hmm. It was really weird having to introduce this section last week. This is normally where I just do a little intro, then sit back and let you roll with it. And I had to, I had to take center stage last week for the intro. So I'm quite happy to hand that back to you again this week. You could literally just cut from what episode and put it in ground. It would have been fine. Last <laughs> week was <clears> as <throat> tricky edit as it was anyway, because as you know, we had to record over two separate days at kind of strange times. There was parts that were missing because we had bits cut out. It, it was it was not the easiest edit as it was last week anyway. You did a fine job, so you did a fine job. Speaking of doing fine jobs, <clears throat> sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to episode 196 of Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling Podcast, There was Advocate Round. This is where myself and Graham delivered there was advocates to each other, which are ridiculous takes we do not believe. For 20 seconds. If you have any problem with what we're saying or what we're saying is legit, then please take up with our DA, DA at Dying Format on Twitter. So, Graham, do you want to deliver or receive first? Oh, I'm, I think I'm going to deliver first, but I think I probably need to change the 1 minute and 30 seconds into 20 seconds. That might yeah. be it. 
that might be a tough defend for you otherwise. All right. Okay. Um, the one I want to give you is, I had two that were on a very similar theme. So I'll give you the proper one and I'll tell you the one I rejected afterwards. Okay. Okay. Uh, WWE fans need to stop going on about how brave Cody Rhodes was wrestling with his pec injury at Hell in a Cell. If AEW wrestlers can wrestle the very next show after taking those brutal Orange Cassidy kicks. Absolutely. One thing we've said is that Orange Cassidy is extremely brutal, especially that orange punch. My God, that you hit that, you go down and you're standing down. Plus, Cody Rhodes, as we've said before, you know, he's he's he literally part of like his cosmic wasteland in the past with Stardust. So he actually wasn't that badly hurt. And I've said this earlier on, so it's not really that hard to defend, Graham. I um, couldn't remember what they were called. That's why I had to try and... I th I'm sure the little kicks had a name, but I, I tried looking for it online. And while I was looking online, I came up with some information I didn't want to know. And the fact that I don't want to know means I'm going to share it with you. You might already know, but I did not want to know this. Orange Cassidy's real name is James Kipperly. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I assume it's pronounced that way. C-I-P-P-E-R-L-Y. I was like, oh, I did not know that was his real name. I was like, I did not want to know that. You did the other thing, you think his name was Orange, did you? No, no, I did not think that was <laughs> I did not think that was his real name, but I didn't need to know his real name. Um the other thing, and if I knew this, I'd forgotten about it. Um that Orange Cassidy is known as the King of Sloth style. I don't think I ever heard that before. I really like it though. So I found one it, good thing. It's, 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 it's appropriate for sure. It's very I, one of my favorite things would always be when he fell asleep during a match were being pinned and then rolled over in his sleep to kick out. <laughs> uh, all would be one of my favourite videos I've ever seen. It was to, very that good. Is, that is wrestling right there. The original version, I have to... It was nice that you mentioned Orange Cassidy. I love it when you mention things that I'm going to include in your Devil's Advocate. Um, the one I had about two days before this was uh, the bravery of, bravery of wrestlers wrestling through injuries has never been demonstrated more, because I was making you think it was about Cody Rhodes, than the amount of tape Kyle O'Reilly had on his shoulders this week. But I wasn't sure if you'd even seen AEW. So I want you to imagine Cesaro for a minute, because this used to be like every episode of uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop for me right at the beginning. Now imagine that amount, and then times it by three and that was how much take Kyle O'Reilly had on his shoulders nice, this week nice, it was nice. absolutely ridiculous nice nice right Graham your deal with advocate is um, quite a personal one okay to me oh okay, okay. so Graham brace yourself for something you're not going to defend <laughs> okay Graham if I say I I mean you <clears throat> I will continue to send Matt videos of idiots diving onto barbed wire from ladders because that's sensible well, absolutely. If as a wrestling fan, what's sensible is what gets views. And what gets views is people doing stupid things. Now, when I first watched this, I thought it was just a trampoline that was just metal and it didn't have the protective thing on the top. And then when you watched it and it's gored into his skin and you realize that, oh, no, that's actually a barbed wire trampoline, then I am going to continue to do so. I was I, eating I, breakfast at the time, you prick. <laughs> I genuinely did not realize it was a barbed wire trampoline when I first saw it. Because it wasn't from my Twitter feed. It was just on my a regular Facebook page, yeah. from what I remember. And and it wasn't from like a wrestler that I reckon. It was just from a, a regular page. And I saw him bounce onto it. And then he didn't bounce as much. And then suddenly he was stuck in the bar. Like, I don't know. He, he, they couldn't even get him off the barbed wire because it was, it, was, it was absolutely insane. But I was like, I know I need to show this to. And it was you. Uh, you know who I actually thought it was? It kind of reminded me of something like the Ugly Ducklings would do, to be honest. That was my first thought. I nearly I nearly tagged Rob and the boys in this one. I was like, that looks like the kind of stuff you'd do. 
It was absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't, don't know if we can get no, that onto Twitter. No, Graham, you probably, you probably have a, a, the account suspended because that's too, too violent, Graham. That's way too violent. Not violent. Diving into but Graham, Twitter has certain rules nowadays. You can't be sharing that sort of stuff. Some people still do, but you shouldn't do, Graham, really. That's up, that's up there, Graham, with the people who literally elbow drop microwave ovens through tables off of ladders. I'm like, are you completely insane, you fucking idiot? That's a nuclear reactor. Um, I got some good news for you, then. Um, while you were trying to fix your issues, I've tagged you on something else. <laughs> it's to do with uh, Disney-related, though, as well. So uh, this I, I, one I is, believe uh, you tagged me not... Spider-Man. This one, yes. Oh, you already saw it. Okay. Yeah, that's technically Disney do own. Disney don't own Spider Man, Graham. So it says in the tweet that it's Disney. So that Disney, Disney quite, wasn't it filmed? Was it something to do at Disney Studios? Wasn't it like um, a ride or something that just went horribly wrong? Or were they filming a scene? Or I can I only look very quickly. I don't know, Graham. I haven't looked at the video yet. I just saw Spider Man in it. I'm like, well, Spider Man is owned by Sony. <laughs> Just a few pedantic ground a little bit. Anyway, it's time for us to wrap up, guys. We'll be back next week with another episode for 197. Grand Fingers he'll be here. It's fine. I'll be here as well. Um, guys, take care. Stay safe. And uh, for God's sake, just be nice to each other. Not that hard. We're out of here. Um. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.